Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Oh man, what's up? And welcome to another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. How is everybody today? Yeah, man, a lot going on. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, man. I am having, I am having such a week. Like literally, like you know when people are like just having a day, like. I have those all the time. I'm having such a week. It is just absolutely bananas. I cannot seem uh, to just get out from under everything that's like just being thrown my direction. And there is there seems like no way to um, there seems like literally no way for me to actually just get get out of that firing zone. Like no matter no matter where I go, uh, and, and there it is. Like and and honestly, like I. Um, I don't even have an explanation for it. I've kind of noticed for years, uh, and we've talked about this on the show, where, you know, people have energies, right? Like, whether or not you want to believe in, like, crystals and sage and all that other stuff and, you know, higher powers and stuff like that. Like, people, like, definitely have energies and vibrations to them. I mean, whatever word you want to use to describe that, that, that's fine. And, And, like, I'm not trying to give you a word, like... I know people talk about like resonating with things like I, that makes me want to like vomit in my mouth. Like that's, it's just so, uh, but like, it's true. Like things like for lack of a better word, like things just resonate with people like, Oh, that makes sense to me. Like anytime you've ever thought that, like, Oh yeah, that, yeah, that totally works. You know, that's, that's fine. I remember one time, uh, in a, in a very funny conversation <laughs> with, uh, with my old drummer. Now my old drummer, Mike and I were very, um, we're very uh, kind of like ideal ideologically aligned when it comes to stuff like uh, nutrition and supplements and stuff like that. Like we used to joke, we used to go to uh, Phil's vitamin shop over here in, in in Huntington, and Phil was like the old guy is like, "Oh man, no, you don't want that. You want this." <laughs> you know, he was that guy. He was a great dude, but we used to like break into that voice all the time. But like, you could go in there and be like, you know, I've got this problem. Be like, oh, here's what you need. You got to get this Saccharomyces boulardii clear right up. Like, it was just great. So, but we we were very aligned in, in that kind of belief because it makes sense, right? Like, if anybody puts any thought into it, like the 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 materials with which you decide to fuel your body like make a difference on how your body runs like i don't know if anybody in the listening audience is old enough to remember leaded gas but like yeah i was in high school when they still had leaded gas and that's what my cheval my cheval ran on you know what happened if you would put leaded gas in an unleaded car it did not like it so much so you know not that this body is any peak of perfection but like you start throwing mcdonald's and burger king in this fine-tuned machine like it's going to break down on you pretty fast. But anyway, I digress. Um, we used to talk about that stuff all the time. But uh, his wife, uh, at the time, was not aligned with our <laughs> with our sensibilities about nutrition and stuff like that. And, and Angela, once famously in an argument, was having like some back pain. And I think Mike and I had both suggested that she go see a chiropractor. Now, I just want to point out that in my head... I do not consider a chiropractor even remotely a fringe kind of uh, doctor. Like, they're real doctors, right? Like, they're, they, they go to school. They go to real schools. Uh, they get real diplomas and stuff like that. And they do stuff like align the vertebrae in your back. Seems real enough, right? Like, I wasn't being like, okay, why don't you go to a medicine man and try some, you know... Uh, what is it, ayahuasca? Like, I wasn't doing, like, go drop mesc with, you know, mescaline with an Aztec prince with Quetzalcoatl over here. Like, I wasn't saying anything like that. We were just saying, like, oh, you should go to a chiropractor and get adjusted. And she said, I'm going to paraphrase here because I honestly cannot do it justice. If I could get Mike on the phone, I bet you he would nail it. But she said something along the lines of, like, I'm not going somewhere where they can just, like, hit me with, like, you know, potions and weeds till I'm better. And Mike and I were like who both go to chiropractors or at the time 
we're both going to chiropractors, and we're like, what exactly do you think is happening when we step into that door? Like, it's it's literally like lining up the vertebrae in your back. You know, you've got a lot of them, and sometimes they fall out of alignment. She was like, nah, I don't want to, you know, smoke herbs and potion and stuff like that, but... Um, I just want to thank my Logitech computer for telling me I'm having performance issues again. I thought we discussed this already, but apparently not. So anyway, um, what was that intro for? Root beer. Oh, I actually remembered in like one recursion. Like, good for me. I'm getting better. Uh, I was talking about how people have different energies and stuff, and whether or not you believe in you know stuff like acupuncture and Reiki and you know third eye. Oh, you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. I think everybody can believe that there is some sort of energy to everybody's essence, right? And because of that, uh, as we've learned in string theory, if anybody's watched any science on YouTube over the past ten years, uh, those 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 resonances, those 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 energies, they vibrate at certain frequencies and certain frequencies. Uh, cause certain things to resonate along right with them, right? Like, that's why some singers can shatter a crystal glass, right? Like, they get the right whatever, and it vibrates, and it shatters, and all that other stuff, and it's kind of like that. So, I have believed for years, I cannot believe I took, like, what is that, 10 minutes to discuss this already, and I haven't said anything? That might be a new record. Is it a new record? It's probably not even a new record. God damn this show. Anyway, um... So I have always believed, or at least for as long as I can remember, I believe that when you are, you like people talk about the laws of attraction, right? So you ask the universe for stuff and the universe can deliver. Well, it's not really as simple as that. You can't be like, oh, I want a new bobsled. Like it doesn't work like that, right? You have to ask, you have to, you have to ask the universe for something, but you also have to be ready to receive it, right? That's important. That's kind of where those energies come in. You can be like, hey man, can I get that million dollar lottery ticket? Right. But if you're not ready to receive it, it's not coming. The universe isn't playing games and the universe has a really long line. It's kind of like Coles, like the day after uh, Thanksgiving, but, um, something. So I believe that you have the ability to attract these kind of energies to you. And depending on where you're at, you can attract good energies and you can attract neutral energies and you can attract bad energies. And I have traditionally in my adult life been able to wildly attract negative stuff whenever I'm in a negative kind of maelstrom sort of thing. I don't know if it's because I spin counterclockwise. I really don't know what it is. I, I really have, I have no idea what it is. But I have always tried to... Um, to be more positive for the purposes of attracting better energies. But I always, I, I get the feeling that after, you know, years of doing this, the kind of like the universe knows that I'm full of shit and just faking it. And, I, and as much as you can fake it until you make it with most things, I think if you're just like faking being positive, you know, maybe it doesn't always kick in. Sometimes it does maybe, or maybe that's just the way it goes or Maybe that's karma. Maybe that's luck. I don't. I don't know. But I, I am always able to just like add negative on negative because when I'm when I'm feeling super negative, it just it draws in. It just draws in like you know a, a, a freshly cleaned out uh, tub drain, right? Like you pull the hair out and everything goes like that's me and stuff like that. And that's really how this week has been, and I've really not been able to get out from under it. And I kind of just misstep and misstep and misstep, and then once I have too much. Uh, once I have too much load that I'm carrying, no phrasing, um, I am unable to perform things properly in order to get out from under them and stuff like that. Like just sort of like a simple, simple example. Like I've been, I've been trying really hard since I've gotten some not so great lab work back. Um, I really made every effort to turn some things around regarding like working out and going to the gym. It was like I took pretty much most of COVID off. I went back for a little while when they canceled the mask mandates and then they put the mask mandates back on and I really, I could not work out. I just, I am not in shape enough to be able to do the mask. Even a little bit, like I was ready to pass out. So like, it just wasn't practical and I could have done it here at home and I was doing a little here at home, but like, let's be honest, like, I, I could get on the treadmill here and then 10 minutes, but like, that's good enough workout. Like, it just, it's just not my thing and I've talked about that before on the box a million times, so I'm not going to go into it now. Um, 
But I made a very conscious decision. I'm like, okay, this shit stops now, and I'm really making this a priority. Uh, I was having trouble going first things in the morning. My new job situation kind of requires me. Well, doesn't really require me, but it behooves of me, behooves me to go to work earlier and stuff like that. So I really tried to start going in the afternoons, and I kind of kept it open. I really only need like. Because I was trying to go every day, and so I was trying to go for 45 minutes, do a 45-minute workout, uh, and then pull that off. I can do that in just over an hour because the gym is so close. Uh, and that was fine. That was great. Um, but it was only like a couple weeks that I was successfully able to do it because things keep getting in the way. And I can't always just stop what I'm doing. It's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I'm stocking um, stuff at a warehouse and be like, Bill, I'm going to take off for lunch right now. It doesn't work that way. Like I am in, 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 a, lot of, in a lot of ways... In a lot of uh, accounts, I am an ID, IT department of one, and if something's not working, like I have to fix it. Sure. Do I have clients that I could give a shit if they wait a couple more hours for? Absolutely. I think we all do. Do I have some clients that really I have to kind of move on right away? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's becoming a problem. That was actually the problem this morning. I was I was making like a simple change for something because I wanted to get to the gym early uh, and then come back for the show so nothing else could get in my way. And I tried to do this, and I stumbled upon something that was really, really bad, causing an entire system to not work. And I tried to fix it just before everybody else found out about it. I was not quick enough, so a little 20-minute leeway. So I had, then I had to spend another hour correcting that mistake and 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 dealing with that mistake and and kind of not covering up what do you like the follow-up like yep this is what happened it's kind of like the um anybody see Grey's anatomy where they do that somebody dies it's like an m&m or something not the cool m&m and not the chocolate m&m but it's like um that that sort of thing you have to basically answer to people like well what happened well i was doing this and then i found this other thing and this thing wasn't working right and blah 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 a lot of times it comes down to like typos and stuff, especially with code. But I'm always able to push back in this position, in this particular account, because I've told them for years uh, if they're going to make these changes on the fly, they really should have an entire test system, uh, and they don't want to pay for it. So it's like, all right, well, this is what happens when you're on the test system. I do it live, I pay attention, and blah blah blah. And honestly, 20 minutes for a down website, like that, might be a record in my business lately. <laughs> Not my business particularly. So I'm really quite pissed about that. Like, I actually considered just blowing off the box today, but, like, just between you and me, and, like, this is this is such a therapy session for me that if I don't blow this stuff out, like, right here, like, I'm just going to carry it and, you know, sit with it for, you know, days, and I don't want to do that. And believe me, nobody, nobody, around me, nobody around me wants to do that either, so it's just not, not super pleasant. It was actually funny. I was, um... Just, oh, by the way, just as, as an example of stuff that, like, completely going wrong, like, I, I was late getting here. That's why the show started at 12.01. Not that you noticed. Thank you very much. But I did double-check to make sure that everything was working upstairs. Uh, so it's recording, hopefully. Uh, I forgot to turn on the computer that had the camera on it. I don't know why. Like, it's literally right in front of me. Like, I couldn't I couldn't leave a bigger Post-it note, you know what I mean? Like, so I had to turn that on. Uh, and I completely forgot to actually generate and print out the what's going on on StrangerHood TV this week. Like, it's something I always do. It takes me 30 seconds to really do it, and I just didn't get to it. I barely got the songs across. I got a new Jack White song, and that dude is just pissing me off by putting, like, these stops in the middle of his songs that totally screw up my recordings of them. So it's like I got to go back and do that. And I keep banging my ring against the table. What the fuck is going on here? Sorry. So it's... It's been like that. It's been like that over and over again. So I don't even have that. So, yeah, lots of good things on StrangerHood TV. There's a brand new episode of the Top 20. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea who's bacon is my podcast. is interviewing, seven questioning, tasting. I don't know what the hell those guys are doing over there this week because it's been that bad of a week. And I didn't even print out my notes. So I suck, and I win the I Suck of the Year Award for this week. I had an argument with a client just yesterday because he was telling me he wants his sales directors to get monthly sale reports every day. And I was like, are you hearing this correctly? Like, why would I send monthly sales reports every day? It's the same thing. Like, you do a month. Like, um, if you're doing a monthly sales report, it's for the prior month, right? Like, this is your analysis of that. Like, you want to do month-to-date sales reports? Like, yeah, we can do that. It's stupid, but you can. But when you're asking for a monthly sales report, it's a monthly sales report, yo. And what you do is you get one, I don't know, 
monthly. I should. Re- I was really at half the mind to just start sending the same report every single day and just see how long it would take for them to be like, you know, this is not what I wanted. Like, I know it's not what you wanted, but that's exactly what you asked for. Like, the the number of times people ask for stuff that they don't want and they say specifically, like, this is the difference between clients I have. Like, there are some clients where I work really hand in hand with them and they they value my opinion as an as, as an employee and we talk about strategy like my main account is like that we talk about strategy to decide this will be this way or and i'll be like well this might be a problem here and but then there are other accounts like no i just want this done and they don't give a shit what i have to say about it it's like i'll do exactly what you say and i do that all the time and then they come back well that's not what i meant well that's funny because on this work order that you wrote it says exactly this thing that i did exactly of so like Oh, well, that's not what... Well, then don't speak. Like, honestly, this is a technical thing and costs people money. Like, how many people do that, like, say something that they don't actually mean and then have to pay for it? Can you imagine how many people say stuff they don't actually mean that they don't have to pay for it? Like, I'm thinking, I don't know, social media, some stupid shit like that? Like, just... <sighs> I feel like I'm out of oxygen. I should get that nasal cannula. Cannular? Cannula? I don't know. I'm... Dr- I'm... I'm having such a such a tough time. This week has definitely been kicking my ass. It's it's been kicking my ass for so many reasons. I'm just so so messed up by it. And I felt like I was just oh I know what I was gonna say. So uh, about uh, these energies and the way like I can bring them in and stuff. And kind of like before I was aware of that like early in my twenties maybe. Uh, probably all my teens, but definitely early in my twenties when I was just like sort of figuring out how to be an adult an adult-sized world and stuff like that and adult-sized problems i used to carry this stuff around like i used to be able to i used to be able to carry a lot of of this these negative things like that and they would just drill me down and then i would just be you know walking with this giant swirling cloud behind me of all this nonsense actually uh it was kind of how I thought the rest of my life was going to go because it just seemed to always be that way. Not not quite Pigpen from the Peanuts that's just carrying this dirt cloud behind him, but like, you know, negative energies and maelstroms and stuff like that. Like, it just wasn't something that I at all thought um, I, would, I was ever going to be out of. And um, it was funny. Um, I have a song from when I was in Sufferful, um, which was... Okay, so when I was in Narcotic Gypsy, uh, which was like my first real touring band... They didn't like any of the songs I wrote. They they were, it was the there was these uh, the band was basically five people uh, that grew up together, teenagers together, had been in like shitty bands together forever. So they were very comfortable writing with each other. So eventually they they kicked the main guitarist left, uh, and I came in to replace him. They brought me in to replace him, and then they um, they brought in then they kicked out the rhythm guitar player because he really just could not keep up. And then they brought in another guitar player. And then the original guitar player, the original lead guitar player, uh, Mike, came back. And so they kicked out this other guitar player that they hired, basically leaving four original members and me. And they didn't like anything I wrote. It didn't really matter, like, what style it was. And it was pretty good stuff, and it was kind of on point and, you know, would have been very good. In fact, I played a couple of the songs, like, with the drummer in Narcotic Gypsy several times. And she was like, these are good. Like, we could just we could just do those. But the rest of the band was not interested and so I eventually got so dejected and disappointed that not only did I start drinking a lot, but I formed a side project. And that side project, Sufferful, would go on to record two records uh, of all that material that Narcotic Gypsy turned down. And that was the band I was in after Gypsy uh, basically imploded. Um, and that was fine. But I had a song on it uh, on the second record called 4-9, and it was basically April 9th. Uh, and it was just about some personal shit that went down on that particular day. Um, the subject matter is not particularly important, but I was actually, it was April 9th just the other day, and I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, man, yeah, it's good. Like, I just, and then I just sort of wormholed, or rabbit hole. sorry, not wormholed, rabbit hold the uh, rest of the Sufferful material, and I was like, listening to some of it, and it was like, yeah, man, I was a mess for a really, really long time, and was kind of just on the start of figuring it out and understanding how these things were affecting uh, affecting me and and things around me and the way I was uh, doing things. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't keen in on I wasn't I wasn't uh, aware so much that I was the one bringing these in. I just thought these things were just happening. So it, it would take me another couple of years to realize that I was being the perfect vector or <laughs> for these for these kinds of attractions and stuff like that. But I was listening to this song. Uh, it's the last song we would. 
I think, record in that band. It was called Head Down. And the whole chorus was basically like, keep your head down, because at some point, I am going to have had enough, and I will just really explode, which is kind of was kind of my M.O. for, like, much of my 20s and probably my late teens, too. Like, I really would have these violent, really dramatic outbursts when I would just have had enough and sort of had the reset. I mean, I don't know. Life could have been much better if I had something like the box to bitch at every every week and these things would kind of calm down because, like, to be perfectly honest, I feel much better already about how the week is going because I've just spent 20 minutes blowing off steam about it, like... I, I couldn't suggest it more. Like, I'm a huge believer in therapy. I'm a huge believer in talk therapy. Sometimes sometimes I'll do stuff in, like, talk therapy where I'll just say what the problem is. And, like, once you hear it out loud, it's like, I cannot believe that's been my problem for, you know, this long or whatever. So, like, I'm a big believer in it. It's, it's actually one of the driving factors of, uh, of the top 20 in the box, considering I don't have a lot of music news anymore because we're not playing all the time. And there's not a lot of music news to be had by anybody, apparently. Um, but it was just funny to kind of listen to that song. It's like all those emotions are familiar. I'm just, I have so many more tools with how to deal with them now. And it's like kind of nice to look back. But also it was very telling to look back that far and be like, holy shit, dude, you have been a mess for a long time. Like a bunch of people got together and fucked you up good. And then poof, here I am. And that's kind of that. So thanks, mom and dad, wherever you are. <laughs> I feel like I've wasted all of our time here today, and I feel like that's not the first time I've done it, so I'm sorry. Or am I? (laughs) I had about five minutes to watch the news this morning. Uh, I was happy to see that they are predicting a much, much heavier uh, hurricane season for us. Um, they're, They're expecting about 19 named storms, according to the Colorado State University uh, weather department and NOAA had their hurricane conference this past week talking about how bad things are going to be they're talking about the dangers of complacency from people that have had to uh, that have had their uh, experiences like they have had hurricanes just skirt their area and they decided like next time we're not going to leave and these storms are getting faster there's less alert time and they're honestly much more dangerous but the upside is they will probably be knocking out mostly people I don't give a shit about. And that's awesome. So the more we tear into Florida and Georgia and, you know, definitely, definitely the panhandle for the love of God, let's wipe the panhandle out. And we can just get into Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and of course, good old Texas. And there are really awesome new laws about, you know, trans kids and no abortions and all that other stuff. By the way, Texas uh, did arrest their first woman for getting an abortion. She's being charged with a felony, so go Texas. And these people still don't think climate change is a thing, which honestly, i got to tell you, I'm fine. You know what? Climate change is not a thing. It's going to sink Long Island at some point, and I'll be sad about that, but there's about 85% of the people who live here I really don't give a shit about it anymore either, so like they can't swim they can't swim you know what my kids can all swim so we're all set what do you think of that but uh yeah man it's gonna be it's gonna be a really or potentially be a really really bad weather season because we have pissed off the atmosphere and the atmosphere is way cooler than us and it's going to just fuck us right off this planet and hopefully with any luck maybe help won't be on the way for the people that have it coming just saying Rise Against might have to rewrite this song. I'll help. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Ah, ten years after their debut record, Dead Sarah is celebrating by going on their first England English tour. The United Kingdom? I'm not sure what proper to say. Honestly, I don't give a shit. It's Dead Sarah on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. You know, it's funny. I was all set to talk about these new mandates that they are putting in place in Oklahoma, um, you know, telling people what what they can do with their bodies and stuff and actually backing it up with felonies. So if you're into that sort of thing, stick around. I'll be talking uh, about that shortly. But I actually just got a new article here that I'm, I'm finding really pleasantly nice. Uh, because it's a good human thing, but it's also something very close to my heart where it's a good human thing while also 
uh, telling the state of Texas to go fuck themselves, which is becoming more and more my mission in life, more so than selling Florida back to Spain. I've tried everything, people. Spain does not want it. Uh, but yeah, here's a new article out of Vice Magazine, or Vice Online Magazine. Um, this is so great. I, I hate Texas. <laughs> uh, Texas legislature legislators banned homeless uh, encampments in unapproved public spaces last year, subjecting people who slept outdoors to a potential fine of $500. And one guy who lives about 45 minutes outside of downtown Austin, Josiah Ingalls, was outraged. So in an unusual move, he decided to... Open up his, his rural 10-acre property in Cedar Creek, Texas, to people who wanted to pitch tents, park their RVs, or live in sheds. Today, 19 people stayed on his land, which has been dubbed, quote, Camp Haven Sanctuary. And it's unlike any other homeless encampment I've ever seen. For one, it's in the middle of nowhere. You're more likely to hear a rooster or a cow than a car horn. The residents are also relatively pe- peaceful. People don't seem to spend a lot of time watching their backs, and they leave their stuff out in the open. They hang out together at the end of the day and share meals. They can come and go as they wish. And remarkably, some of the people who use drugs to cope with the harsh realities of being homeless no longer feel the need, which residents are calling a, quote, miracle. I honestly don't know. Uh, what everybody's take on homelessness is. It is an incredibly complicated problem. And for most people that can't figure out simple stuff like, I don't know, the environment, global warming, vaccines, inflation, uh, I don't think they should really be speaking on homelessness because they are clearly too stupid to understand it. It is not just as simple as, oh, yeah, I want to sleep in this street corner. Like, it's never that. It's never that. It could be as simple as I want to sleep outside, and that's okay because white and titled people can go camping, but not everybody is white and entitled. I don't know if you knew that, but if, if in case you didn't know that, let me break some news for you. That's right. The Hard Rock Lunchbox can now report that not everybody is white and entitled. This has been a Hard Rock Lunchbox special report. So, yeah, homelessness is a very complicated problem. Here in New York City, we've got a real, real issue that's, like, only compounded by the, the severe lack of medical, uh, mental, health, uh, mental health support in New York City because it basically all dried up during COVID because there was no money for it, and people weren't able to kind of come in and have mental health issues. Like, here's the deal, and I don't want to offend anybody out there that's going to be offended by it. But I definitely want to offend some people that are going to be offended by it, so maybe I should just walk that back. If you are going to insist on making more and more people and doing less and less to ensure the quality of the ingredients of which you're making those people, I can assure you that you're going to have more and more like genetical, genetic mental problems and mental health problems. Plus, if you keep raising these... I don't know, the stress bar and putting poisons in foods and giving people like, I don't know, soda and fast food as meals, you're going to create other mental problems, too, that people are going to have trouble dealing with. And then, since it's so scary and important for you to actually force people to birth these people and then not take care of them, I guess, once they need help afterwards because they simply can't pull themselves up by their bootstraps because why? Right. Not everybody is white and entitled. If we're going to continue to go down this road, we're going to keep having these problems. Like, that's that's math. Like, if you have more and more people with genetic mental uh, illnesses and then environmentally caused mental illnesses, plus, of course, the, the sociologically caused ones like stress and you know all that other stuff, if you're going to keep adding to this pile and doing very little to clear it, like, what do you think is going to happen? And where do you want to put those people? I know most people are like, I don't care, just not in my neighborhood. That's fine. But, like, where exactly do you want to put people that need help? 
and and you keep taking money away to help those people. So, like, what do you think is going to happen? Plus, we're talking about public streets here. People want to live outside. I personally think they should be allowed to live outside. Yes, there's community property and there's community areas, and obviously we can't have people just setting up shop in the middle of the street because they want to, right? We do have some sort of rules, but like some of these homeless encampments are like under bridges and stuff. And yeah, they're not the safest place. I get that, but you know where also isn't the safest place? Uh, Midtown Manhattan right now. I don't want to be offensive again, but like, you know, just what's going on with the shooting in the city and the subways and stuff is just bananas ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it's really good that the the dude they just caught was such a bad shot he couldn't kill anybody. Like, that's great. But we've got other people, these gangbangers even last night. They're such horrible shots. They keep killing all these people that are just like innocently standing by, sitting in a car, walking out of a store. Like, dude, seriously, if you're like man enough to carry a gun, how about you man up enough to go get a shooting lesson so maybe you can hit the target? Because I got news for you, and this isn't just something I learned on the wire, but people don't really care if criminals are killing themselves. They don't. Nobody's going to really roll out of bed real fast to stop that. People are getting out of bed because you guys are missing all the time. And once again, we are off topic. What a goddamn surprise that is. My point is, is that our approach to homelessness is I don't want to see it get it out of my neighborhood. That is not a good approach to homelessness. And this one dude, just one dude outside of Austin, Texas, decided to be a good human and opened up his property to people that just want to do this, that are having some sort of situation in their life, <clears throat> excuse me, right now, where this seems like a good option. And I think he should be applauded for it, because if we had more humanity like this, we would have a lot less problems. And the fact that something glowingly wonderful like that is happening in the shithole state of Texas just points out how awful the rest of Texas and most Texans are. I'm not saying all Texans. There are definitely some good Texans out there. But the majority of them, at least the majority of the ones that vote, seem to be really screwing this pooch and doing a real shit human job. And it's one of the reasons that I really want Texas to go away. And I hope they get clobbered by storms and all that FEMA money that they count on so much just dries up because they don't want to tax people. Like, I'm all for it, man. Like, bring on the starvation to white people in Texas. I don't know how we get that started. I don't know if it's a Kickstarter or I gotta do like one of those online petitions, but I am down for it. Fuck Texas. Fuck every single part of Texas except for like the ten good people that live there. But mainly fuck Texas. And with that, I will segue right into some brand new Jack White, who probably has absolutely nothing to do with Texas. I really like this song. I love that he just, like, swings for the fences, and sometimes it's, like, way, way out of the park, and then sometimes it just goes, like, right behind him, and the catcher catches it. Like, I don't know what he does. I don't know what his method is, but, man, I will take a 50-50 average, because that's that's .5. That's a better average than anybody else, certainly on the Mets. Sorry, Mets. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. I've got to tell you, while uh, Halsey drags out this long-ass outro, uh, I've been listening to the new Shinedown song. I mentioned it last week. Like, I can't figure out. I can't figure out if I like it or not. And I think the reason I can't figure it out is because I really like the bridge, and I wish the bridge was just the chorus, and I don't like the change on the chorus. I don't like the time change. It throws me off. I also don't think the chorus is that great. I mean, we can kind of go through it. Like, So we got a verse here, right? Like, it's it's this thing right here. Nope, that's the bridge I like. Hang on. This is the verse. This is the verse. Now, I like that. I like that a lot. It's a little dated, but it's Shinedown, so we're talking about, a you know, they were dated when they first came out. And there's nothing wrong with necessarily being dated. Like, you can just like it, but, like, don't think you're like... Like, that's what I hate about, like... Uh, when, like, Sirius does, like, brand new music on Octane. Like, new music. Like, this is not new music. It's new music from Shinedown, but it's old music. But anyway, I dig that riff. Like, I like that. Like, that's got, you know, that's a, that's a good deal. But, like, this bridge, to me, is everything in this song. Like, it goes... Okay, here it is. This. Like, I like that. That's, that's new. Like, I dig... Right? Like, that's cool. And then they just come in with this shit chorus and change the tempo. Like, they change the time signature and the tempo. Like, what the... Why? Like, 
And, and it's not even like something that like Yes did or Zeppelin did. Like when they did it, man, they did it. This is just like doing it for doing it's sake, and I, I just hate that. So they hit the chorus. It's like, it's not even very good. You know what I mean? Like, I think like Dream Theater could have taken this song and actually done the same parts, but transitioned them just right and changed them just enough to make it awesome. And I just don't think Shine Down's that bad. And and I don't, I don't want to discount them for trying something. But honestly, if they were trying to be like really cool and really prog and really great, like they they aren't the band to be doing it. And I'm sorry to point that out. And I know that they don't really give a shit what I have to say about it. But like. If I were producing this song, I would have kept that verse, and I would have made that bridge a. Uh, I would have made that bridge a chorus, and I would have used that chorus they're using right now. If they if they insisted on all the parts, I would have thrown that in the middle of the song, like right before like a guitar solo or after a guitar solo, or right in the middle of the song, I'll like Chevelle or something like that. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure that anybody was interested in that walk through my producer's head, but this is how I would have fixed this song. It shined out of the box. Hard rock lunch box. Man, I love Cheap Trick. <laughs> I, just, I just do. It's just so good. So uh, I think I wanted to talk about this last week or maybe the week before, and I just never got a chance to. Um, now, I, I often, <laughs> I really often find myself in conversations where the the topic of the discussion is really are people this stupid like are people really so stupid that they cannot figure out a lot of basics like for themselves and the answer is yeah yeah people are that stupid like this is what i talk about when i when i argue with people or in the past when i've argued with people why i say like i'm not interested in arguing with anymore anymore with people that couldn't get above a c minus on a third grade book report like there are and I talk about standard deviations of intelligence and education and stuff like like I know for a fact that there are people dumber than I am. I can say that if like with all confidence. There are also people stupider than I am, and there are people less intelligent than I am. The catch is really how many people are there? How many people make up that pile of stupid? And it's a lot. I was actually saying not even two weeks ago. Like how I guess for granted I've taken being as smart as I am and I'm no like I'm not an Einstein here I'm very smart and I'm very book smart and I can read and I can understand things and I've always been like that and I had this not necessarily a moment of clarity but kind of this realization like what an awful thing it must be to read stuff and like be like take stuff in and not understand it. Like that's that's got to be awful. Like and of course there's always some things, right? Like there's I actually I've talked about this I had this job years ago, this program that I had to write that had mathematics on it that were just beyond my beyond my comprehension. And as far as I went in calculus, like this was just beyond what I could do. But my cousin's like <clears throat> excuse me, a math genius and he just wrote it up for me. And like once he wrote it up, I could read it and understand it, but I wouldn't have known it, you know what I mean? Like and I don't think I could have applied it. But like he's, you know, like it's it's one thing to not understand how like really really high-end thinking things are. Like that's okay, but like there are people like there are people that work at McDonald's that have to actually press the picture of the sandwich you're ordering on the cash register because they can't figure out how to put the money in correctly. And I'm not slamming them. I'm just pointing out that that's, that's where they're at. So, yeah, there are a lot of stupid people out there, and a lot of people can't do things for themselves, and they can't figure it out. And I will tell you, in the last 20 years with the advance of technology, a lot of stuff gets done for people, right? Like, there's a lot of people that, like, don't necessarily know the layout of their town because they Google map everything. And there are a lot of people that don't figure out, uh, like the girls on the soccer team are talking about, um, you know, like Sokotoa and like trigonometry and stuff like that. And honestly, you do use some of that stuff in life, depending on where you're, you know, headed in life, but not always. But a lot of these people just that, you know, Siri, what's the cotangent of, uh, you know, like you could do that, but you don't learn how to do anything. And if you're taught, <coughs> Excuse me. I hate allergies. 
And if you're taught how to do something, like some certain way in junior high school, like on a program like Word or something like that, and then, you know, Microsoft changes that shit up all the time. All the time. And if you can't use, like, your good judgment, like, well, that should probably be in the view area, like, or or data, or, you know, or draw, you know, like, if you can't figure that out, like, you're, you're in for a world of not getting stuff done. Um, but to that point, the thing I wanted to talk about a couple weeks ago, and I didn't, uh, is is this. So uh, if you are a listener of The Box, you know how much I hate Ron DeSantis. I think he's a horrible person. I think he's a terrible governor. And I fight with people from Florida all the time. Everything he does is self-serving and panders and is not backed up in science. He is he's doing things I've, I've believed and has borne out to be dangerous and stupid for the, for the average Floridian. And that's, that's unfortunate. But he actually did something. Thing that I thought was a really good idea just a couple of weeks ago. I mean, he didn't do it. It was really the Florida legislature, but at least they, at least he signed it into law. And this is something that I think more states should look to do. It turns out that Florida is nothing special. Seven other states already have this kind of measure on the books, but this will be good for Florida. I'm going to read this to you and then I'm going to make fun of it because that's kind of what we do here on the box. So uh, Governor DeSantis on Tuesday signed a new law that adds a financial literacy course as a graduation requirement for the state's high school students. The measure was unanimous approved during the 2022 legislative session. Quote, financial literacy is an important life skill for a student to have, said DeSantis, who signed the bill at Innovation Preparatory Academy in Wesley Chapel. By the way, nice to be at a prep school when you're signing a bill, you dumb douchebag. Uh, quote, ensuring our students have the skills to manage their finances and perhaps one day own a business will pay dividends for our state. I am proud to sign this bill to support the future of Florida students and ultimately their families and communities. The course will cover such topics as how to manage bank accounts and credit cards, as well as types of savings and investments. Uh, outgoing Education Commissioner Cochran uh, said the legislation will help students better understand economic issues like how a credit score can impact their lives. Quote, this is just another piece of education agenda items that the governor has pushed and passed, and this one is very important. People with low credit scores spend hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of their life. That's more than someone with a better credit score, Durr. and it's simply because of that score. Uh, SB 1054, titled the Dorothy L. Huckle Financial Literacy Act. Dorothy L. Huckle, by the way, uh, native New Yorker, Hunter College. Uh, moved to Florida applies to students entering high school, entering high school in the 2023-24 school year and thereafter. So, okay, so yes, I think it's a really important idea. Although I spent 10 minutes with my kids and answered their questions and was able to kind of tell them those things, kind of by example, kind of by showing them how things work. But yeah, not everybody has that. So, I think it's super important for people to understand how savings and investments and credit and stuff like their credit scores work. Like I've had lots of friends over the years who like just constantly pay credit cards late for no other reason than they just do. And all that really does is script your credit report, it costs you more money and in interest. <coughs> excuse me, and all that other stuff because the banks are not really looking to help you. They never have been, despite all their commercials to the contrary. They are not your friends, and they're not looking to help you out of anything. They're looking to make money off of you and uh, their interest policies and stuff like that. So I do think it's a good idea. I do want to point out that it's starting to affect kids that are entering high school now. Uh, not even now. Entering high school next year. So I guess everybody that's entering right now or everybody that's in school right now, like I guess you can go... You know, good luck, everybody else. Like, because you just have to figure that shit out for yourself. Because it's obviously not that important. Uh, the simple fact that he signed it at a prep school, I think, is just beyond offensive. Like, because there's no inner city schools like in Jacksonville or Tallahassee. None of that. You had to go to like an all white prep school. Like, you're a douche. Uh, also, um, I like it's only also only a half credit course, which I think is is kind of funny too. <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, all I really want to point out is that, yes, I think it's a good idea for people to understand uh, how finances work. I think it's a little bit funny on its face that your average Floridian high school graduate is so goddamn stupid, they need a course to tell them how to use their checking and savings account and use the credit cards. Because that's what that means. 
right? You know what else is required? Like, you know, English and math and science and health and gym and how to use your checking account. Because <laughs> you are so goddamn dumb that we have to force you to learn this. And I personally, I think the big delay on this thing, the reason they're not even putting it into a play right now, is because I think that their graduation rates will plummet <laughs> if they put that into effect now because that's how dumb your average Floridian is. And this I hate Florida moment almost as much as Texas moment uh, has been brought to you by the Hard Rock Lunchbox. You know, I'm always saying that like old classic rock or like, you know, older music should be like abortions, just like safe, legal and rare. Well, uh, this is not necessarily an abortion, but it is an, it is a good time to play some really good older rock. I'll just say older rock. And I saw it while I was scrolling, and I was like, God damn it, I want to hear it. So I hope you want to hear it, too, because it's definitely one of my faves. And it'll be a while until I play it again. Hard Rock Lunch Box. The good people over in Black Mansions have new music out. The song's called Sober. Half of me hoped it was a tool cover. It's not. It's good anyway, though, and I like it. Hero, Hyro, Hero, Hyro. I'm gonna go with Hyro. He didn't ask me. 
So earlier this week, or maybe even later last week, honestly, it was earlier this week that I found out about it, but it could have been late last week, uh, there was a new supergroup formed. Woo, yeah. <laughs> Completely surprising uh, everybody, apparently. Uh, some members of uh, Pearl Jam Nirvana and Soundgarden got together and with some other people and created a new band called Third Secret. Um, it's not... Well, yeah, it's technically members of Pearl Jam because it's Matt Cameron, who's the drummer for both Soundgarden and is the current drummer for Pearl Jam. Ken Thiel, who is uh, the guitar player for Soundgarden, and Chris Novoselic, who is the bass player for Nirvana, and a couple other people that are um, in various other projects of those band members. It is very much as... like. Like, nothing surprised me. It wasn't exactly what I expected, but nothing surprised me. I did find one song I really liked on it, and I will give the record a little bit more of a listen when I get some more time, but I just, I've been swamped, and I have not been doing my regular stuff. I didn't even get to tell you earlier today when I was talking about not going to the gym, because I haven't been able to get to the gym either since Monday, and it's been really been flipping me out, and I didn't even go to rehearsal on Tuesday night, so it's like... I'm really behind, and a lot of the self-soothing things that I do to kind of maintain all my bullshit, fortunately, I still have the box. Yay! But anyway, if you want to see what a super group of members of Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and Soundgarden sound like, I got you covered. It's called I Choose Me, and I dig it. It's on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Ah, Roxy from our very own Jackknife Stiletto celebrated a birthday this past week. I think she's turning 27, and for that, you're welcome, Roxy. Happy birthday. I know what you're thinking. That sound usually means only one thing. Uh, and that, that thing would be the weekly craving of the week with Craving Strange. But, DJ, you're saying you played Jimmy's Blue Notebook last week. And I would say, yeah, I did. It's my show. I can do whatever the hell I want. It's still Jimmy-related, so therefore it's Craving Strange-esque. But this week we'll return back to some sort of normalcy. We're not dipping all the way back to the classics. And we're not dipping all the way back to the newest one. But we're going to split that difference a little bit and go to the classic 
of the newest one, or the newest of the classics, if you were. Join me, if you will, for a trip down Weekly Craving of the Week lane with Craving Strange. What's happening after I'm left here in the afterglow While I'm stuck here keeping your secrets Dead leaves have the sins below Well can I be honest with you now I don't believe it ever after But there's a part of you That I just can't put down If you break me, I'll shatter And all the pieces, pieces Will scatter like the ashes And they all fall down I hope they're the last ones Whoever have to be the ones To have it all torn down Over and over When is it over? Now I know what you're after There's no fear when the ceiling's low The sunset on the words that'll keep you There's new skin where the seeds have grown Can I be honest with you now? I don't believe in ever after But there's a part of you that I just can't put down Will you be honest with me now? Cause if you break me, I will shatter And all the pieces, pieces Will scatter like the ashes And they all fall down I hope they're the last ones Whoever has to be the ones To have it all a part of you that I just can't put down Will you be honest with me now Cause if you break me I will shatter And all the pieces pieces will scatter like the ashes and they all fall Hope they're the last ones Whoever have to be the ones To have it all torn down Over and over God, when is it over?
Yeah, man, I'm not going to sit here and wait for this song to actually end because it goes on for like another two and a half minutes. So, yeah, I love Ariel's, too. I just don't love the rest of it. So I'm going to dip out so we can all get on with the rest of our day. But I want to thank you for being part of Hard Rock Lunchbox and a personal thank you for listening to everything I had to bitch about earlier in the show. I definitely feel a little bit better about things, and that's all thanks to this show and all of you that listen. So thank you guys so much for that. Let me give you uh, a well-deserved round of applause. Also, I wouldn't be much of a host if I didn't send you out of here dancing and singing, and you guys have definitely earned it today. I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend and enjoy your Easter holiday, if that behooves you. Uh, as always, don't forget, 10% of all Easter candy does come to the host of Hard Rock Lunchbox. I'm sorry, I do not make the rules. I just abide by them. Everybody have yourself a great week. I'll see you here next Thursday on The Box. Don't forget to sing and dance right now. Hard Rock Lunch box.